Hello, friends. Welcome to Daily Conversations, the podcast of all things relationship-based. We are your hosts, Crystal and Demetrius Daly. We are young adult pastors and certified in marriage and family development. You email us your relationship and marital questions, and we will address them online and give you counsel on how to overcome them. We look forward to hearing from you, and we can't wait to help you live your best lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Daily Conversations. My name is Crystal. And I'm Demetrius. Today, we're going to be talking about healing. Um, We wanted to start a conversation about healing, about things that have like trauma, past traumas, things that may have hurt us in relationships, in the church or wherever. So just a basic conversation about healing. Are you excited about this conversation, babe? Yeah. When you mentioned it to me, I was like, you know what? That's a pretty good topic because a lot of people don't really talk about healing too yeah. much. Yeah. And I just, you know, wanted to have this discussion so that people can get some a level of understanding or maybe be able to process um, some of their feelings and just work through their healing process. But before we get into this topic, um, please, guys, if you need help or any advice from us, send in an email to our email address, which is daily, our last name, D-A-I-L-E-Y conversations at gmail.com. We'll read your anonymous question online and we'll, you know, answer it. And hopefully we can give you some sound advice. <laughs> and that's exactly what it's going to be, babe. Sound advice. Sound advice. we're not professionals. Exactly. We are not professionals. That is a disclaimer. We're just giving our opinions. Right. Um, but yeah, so let's just jump in. So I was looking at something online today. Um, they have these cards out there called today's conversation cards, I believe. And this is not sponsored by them, but (laughs) I saw it and I thought it was interesting because they're like a deck of cards and they have like questions to probe you to answer like different questions. And so they have different decks. Some are like, you know, just date night and some is women's like a, a girl's night out and some are like maybe a little bit more risque but it 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 has cards to ask you questions that you normally wouldn't answer especially as it relates to like dating and relationships and I'm like you know that that's a good tool to help people like get to know each other because I feel like a lot of times people jump into relationships and they don't have a level of understanding of each other. So what right. do you think about that, babe? Yeah, I think it's a it's a fun way to, you know, it's like an icebreaker. It kind of opens up things to get people to talk about, like you said, um, give answers to questions that they necessarily wouldn't have thought about before or even ask questions that nobody really thinks about asking. And, um, you know, to do it like, like, you know, amongst a group, you can do it. Um, even for like one another, like you and I, even tonight, there may be some questions you may have on this thing that, right? Um, or the, and there you go with your questions again. Now, <laughs> you got to make sure that you 
push the questions over to me so I can ask Babe, you some questions, my You mom. need to quit it. We are both going to respond to these questions. <laughs> I just happen to write them down. I don't understand why yeah, you feel you, that you, way. You get to look at them first. <laughs> it's not like I have a, a answer, though. It's like, you know, I leave it for the discussion. But I did, I don't have, like I said, I don't have the deck of cards. Um, I'm, I said I was going to order them, and I will, but the ones that I want is sold out. But they did have this one advertised. And the question was, if you could, if you, babe, if mm-hmm. you could heal a pain inside of me, which one would it be and why? If I could heal a pain inside of you, which one would it be? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um... And I'm smiling because I'm like, I talk about one well, you know what? Thing one all the time of the, with you that you insecurities, right? Insecurities. Well, I, to me, it's natural for me to kind of like dive in into your insecurities in a good way because I know, you know from our past what you explained to me of how insecure you felt because of your past and some of the things that happened in your past. I felt it was my job to make sure that you were secure not only financially and that's where most guys mess up they think that they have to provide for the their woman uh financially and that's going to make them secure and that's that's actually the uh, that's not true one. that's wow. uh that's um what are you, what are you what, what, i'm trying to think of the word um to call it that's not the whole 100 percent truth let me just say it like that yes um, yeah. it's 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 a small percentage of of uh healing for a woman when she felt unsecure when she felt insecure or she feels insecure or insecure um and one of the things that we have to do fellas we have to be there and listen that's key number one is it was my job was to listen to you to figure out what was it and why were you insecure yeah and to be in being there for you every step of the way um and i and i wanted to hold you down mentally i wanted to make sure that 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 you felt that you know when i go out I was coming back home when we talked. I was going to talk about you highly. I was going to talk to you and with you and not at you, you know, and I was going to listen to your needs, wants and desires and help provide those needs, helps and desires. Um, and it's, some people may call it spoiling. <laughs> I even said that I in, our, I, in, our, I, in our, in our, in our, in our vows. You did. <laughs> you did, but I don't, I don't consider it spoiling. I think that's having a level of understanding and compassion for your spouse. And, just to kind of like talk through that, I, you know, I said to you before, I was like, babe, you, there was a lot of things that I didn't say to you initially when we first started dating, because as I told you before, um, I wanted to see the person who you were. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like a lot of people bring their best representative to the table and they do all these great things. And then, you know, then you get in a relationship and it goes poof, it's gone. But I wanted to see how you were. So you I, I told you this now you already know this, but you erase a lot of my insecurities just by being you like you you did hold it down for me. Like I remember one big thing for me was um, trust mm. and um, my past relationships. I couldn't trust men. They did a lot of things with hiding and, you know, putting your phone upside down and, and all this other stuff. And with you, there was none of that. Like your phone was always on display. 
Um, you didn't have a problem with me looking at your phone, having your phone, holding your phone. Not that I'm going in and just like violating your privacy and just going through everything, but you, none of that mattered to you. It wasn't like a big deal. It wasn't an issue. Like you have my password. I have yours and you can pick up my phone. I could pick up your phone. We, we, and that's just trust. I feel like a lot of people, it's like, what do you like, what are you hiding? You know? And especially if you're married to the person, I mean, so that was one of my insecurities. And when you showed me that without me telling you, I'm like, I'm watching you and I'm like, you know what? This guy is really trustworthy and he cares about my whole well-being. And you did make me feel secure. You made me feel safe. You made me feel loved. Um, Even in like, you know, uh, supportive, you know, I remember, you know, my grandmother passed and how supportive you are and how supportive you are for me. And those are the things that just really healed me internally. And I, I said to you, and I, and I say this again, um, God knew supernaturally, like God, you know, he's supernaturally just, you know, he's just amazing. And it, the way that he worked through you on earth to heal up those scars and those pains was just it's nothing but God you can't even like it's nothing but God it was like everything that I dealt with um from trust to neglect to rejection those were other two things um you helped me in all of those areas well you know what it was it was me being transparent and it was actually a reaction to you because I didn't feel that you were um, looking for problems. You know, what's that saying? If you look for something, you'll find it. Yeah. And you didn't do that, you know, and me helping you be not to be um, insecurity more was actually you stroking my ego. And that was the healing part for me because the things you were doing from, from get go, you know, the walls were down. There was no walls that I had to tear down and you were so transparent with me. And it wasn't like you were on this hunt to find out if I was telling the truth, if I was really who I say I am, if I was really doing what I said I was doing. I didn't yeah. get any of that for you. And at the same time, you always encouraged me. So as long as you encouraged me, it was like a reaction of me, you know, allowing myself to help you be not uh, insecure. It was, it was me being there for you. It was me doing those things that you just described. You know, so it was like it was like we were tit for tat, you know, as long as like, and it, and it wasn't it wasn't um, um, it, it it wasn't on a basis of you doing this. And that's the reason why I'm doing this. Right. You know what I'm just saying? Did it out of the yeah, kind, yeah. I, right. I just did it out of the kindness of, you know, my heart. My heart was for you. And I think you did the same thing for me. And that's a big part. So, you know, what's what, what's one of the things did you feel right off the bat that um that you knew what it was that I I was I, I needed healing from or that I was yeah because that's from. a question for me that I have to answer now so it's the same question if I could heal a pain inside of you which one would it be and right. why um okay <laughs> <laughs> we gotta put all our business out there huh it's well, like it's about right, being transparent about being transparent um I would say for you it would be 
how can I'm trying to word this? It's like being there for you. I know there were times you told me that you felt like you didn't have support. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to be that support for you. I always wanted to be there for you and give you the things and celebrate you that you felt like you didn't have before. Right. And you know what it was? It wasn't, and I blame myself for a lot of that because I'm not that type of guy who go out seeking help all the time. So a lot of the times, you know, if I was feeling a certain kind of way or feeling like I was on an island all by, all by myself, no one ever knew. Yeah. And it seemed like, you know, when I got to know you, it seemed like you tapped right into that. Yeah. I know? I know when I know when something's going on with you. I mean, even when <laughs> you always you already know, like when you're not feeling good and I'm like, I look at you, I wake up, I'll be half sleep in the morning, you be getting up for work and I'm like, babe. You okay? You be like, yeah, and I'm like, no, you're not. And then later on, you be like, well, I had a, a, a headache. I'm like, well, you, that's what I'm saying. I was asking you because you, <laughs> I mean, but for you, it's like I just wanted you was just such a great guy, and I wanted to celebrate you. I wanted to give you all the things, you know, even like for down to your 40th, remember your 40th birthday, and yeah, yeah. um, just celebrating you. Like that's why I. I, I just love being there for you in that way because I just want you to know that I'm always going to be like that level of support for you. Um, just like how you are for me and just like just doing things to make you happy and to put a smile on your face. Cause just as much as you spoil me, you know, I love to spoil you back. I love to surprise you with big gifts and you know, like your father's day gift. I bought him guys a writer for father's day. He sure was did. Complain I... about mowing the lawn. <laughs> well, we got this, you know, we got like a half acre, almost more, a little bit more than a half acre of land. And I felt I was macho and I was going to, you know, all my neighbors oh had moors. And I felt, I, you know, riders, he was I out felt there I was going to just walking with that thing. I was like, I'm getting exercise. Why are they getting fat on a, on a rider? <laughs> yeah. But you almost passed out out there. And guess what? This year I'm riding right along with them. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so, I like, I love to uh, do that. And that's something that I wanted to be able to do for you um just so that you can heal and feel healed you know and just feel healed and like like you said I tap into you so I know when something's going on and even when you don't talk about it I may not talk about it because you may not want to bring it up but I know what you're feeling at that moment and I automatically went will instantly try to do something to make you feel better. And that's key because a lot of times, most fellas, we don't like to talk about our problems. Uh, we like to hold it in because we, you know, we're, we're uh, molded as a young, as a young, so as some men, as a young kid to not um, display our feelings. So we hold it in. Um, and a lot of times, I think that's key that you come out, you, 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 you tackle it in a different way. You come at a different angle when you tackle in some of my uh, issues that I'm dealing with, you come at a different way. You'll do something completely different to get me to feel like, like, oh man, she, she, man, she really understands me. She really, she's really supporting me. Yeah. Whether it's a, it's a rub on the back, whether it's a baby, you look so good today, or, you know, or just give me an extra hug, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, or make you feel safe. Like you make me feel safe. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's definitely, mm -hmm. definitely a healing uh, part, part. Uh, you know, on on 
on, on my part. Right. And like just moving away now from personal relationship, well, personal relationships, I want to even talk about, I'm going to go into a little bit about um, my childhood uh, because I had a lot and, and that's where a lot of my stuff <laughs> stem from is, is childhood and I didn't know it. And so I had pain of rejection. Uh, my mom, she, my dad died at an early age. My, I, you know, my mom had, couldn't take care of us and left us with our father's parents. And so my grandparents raised us and, you know, I had, I had feelings of like rejection at times, um, you know, always trying to feel a need to fit in, you know, and it, you always have a sense of like, you miss your mom, no matter, like my childhood was absolutely amazing, but you still have that level of, I need my mom. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I did to heal from that, because I feel like a lot of times people will go into adulthood always blaming the parent. And while the parent had a hand in what happened, I feel like as you grow up and as you grow into an adult, it's now up to you to take that and turn it into something else and shape your future and mold your future and be like, you know what? These are the lessons learned from my my childhood, from my parents that I don't want to pass down to my kids, you know? So now you're trying to um, take that pain and rewrite it and do what's best maybe for your children going forward. Not saying that you're going to have all the answers, but I feel like a lot of times people just waddle in, oh, my parents did this and my parents did that. And they, you know. It's the blame game. It's the blame game. And yeah. and while those things are true, like like I said, I experience things. You're right, because I remember, you know, not too long ago, my mom, um, she talks about it a lot to me. You know, I was a big, huge um, uh, basketball uh, fan and I played basketball all throughout my middle school, high school and college. And, uh, you know, my parents, they didn't come to a lot of my games and, you know, I never mentioned it to them during that time because it, for some reason just wasn't like on my mind. I just, I just wanted to play and I was really good too. And, um, as I got older, I started reminiscing back when I, after I had my kids and I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm never going to miss any of my kids' games. And I didn't, not one. Mm-hmm. Whether it was football or basketball, they played. And my mom, I remember she said to me, you know, she was staring at me one day and she's just looking at me. And my mom always looks likes to look at me. And she goes, you know, I love you so much. And she goes, you know what, I wish I could have been there at most of your games. She goes, but growing up, my parents, mm-hmm. they didn't come to our stuff. And their parents didn't go to their stuff. Yeah. So it was, we what thought that saw. was normal. Yeah. And I said, I know, I, under, I understand. I said, I definitely understand. But we took that and flipped it. Like, that we was the same it. thing, like, with my, my grandparents. Like, they were older. They didn't know nothing about college. So when it was time for me to go to college, I had no support, no help. And I passed up on a scholarship to West Virginia State University and wind up staying around, getting pregnant. Not to say that that's their fault. But what I'm saying is, is, like, when my when, when my children got college age I pressed them to go away I made sure I did whatever I needed to do to make sure that they were straight so I didn't take that circumstance of what I saw and what was and kept it going you know right so I think that's a lot of times too that people in order to completely heal from things 
you need to just rewrite your story, even, even in relationships, you know, when we talk about, you know, my past marriage, um, I could have brought all that baggage into the relationship, but I'm like, you know what, that was that situation. And although, like I said, I had some pain that I was carrying, I didn't deflect it onto you. I still let you be who you were. And, and I just, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to see how he's going to react to me and go from there. I'm not going to carry this baggage. And, you know, cause then you're going down to a, 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 like a difficult path because now you may be sabotaging a relationship because you got all this baggage that you bring in with you mm-hmm. and you may meet someone, but you don't give them the opportunity because you're blaming them for something else that someone else that has done to you in the right, past. Right. And you know how I healed from my past marriage. I actually have had to go to God and say, God, mm-hmm. ex- help me to examine myself. Show me my faults. So when I do find a wife, I don't bring that same baggage and that same attitude, and those same things that I had in my previous marriage. Cause, because it's so easy to blame the other person. Yeah. But once you start looking at yourself, you know, and start examining yourself, and then like, God, change me. And that's what I actually, I honestly did that. And I started watching like um, uh, Marriage Today all by myself, even before I, I, I that, that, even before we found each other. And, you know, once I was able to learn from my, from my mistakes, from my past relationship, my past marriage, I was able to heal from examining myself and not bring that into the new relationship and the new marriage yeah. that I have with you. So, and, and forgiving, forgiving, and the forgiveness, pe- forgiving, you know, you had to forgive, you right. know, and, we, we well, one, one other thing, baby, before yeah. I let you talk. Um, and another thing that I, I, I definitely went in on was that I wasn't going to put, I wasn't going to put any conditions on crystal, no conditions. So I didn't want it. I didn't want it to be, Oh, I'll do this. If you do that, um, I'll love you. If you love me, you know, it was, it was really, really unconditional, you know, no matter what, how am I, I'm going to accept you how you are. And I think that was part of, part of the, um, healing, helping you heal from insecurities that I accepted you for exactly who you are. I wasn't going to try to change you, you know, and, and thank God she didn't try to change me. Yeah. And that's what, that's what helped us be who we are today. Yeah. So, and I just want to also plug in a book, um, again, not sponsored or anything, but I read a book from Bob Beal, B-I-E-H-L. And I'm trying to look it up, but the book is called something like, um, why you do what you do Mm -hmm. or something similar like that. Um, I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll leave a link in the description so that anyone who's interested in this book can purchase it. But I read this book just with my book club and it was literally a self healing thing. And I remember the beginning of the book, it says that you're going to have some aha moments. And I did, and I was able to identify exactly where my hurt came from. And I worked through my own process of healing and getting myself together, just working through those emotions. But that book was a really good tool. And I mean, I highly, highly recommend that. I I didn't want to read it at first because I'm like, why did my, I think my friend Angie picked out the book because she picks out a lot of self-help books for our book club. And I'm like, why would she pick this book? No, I want to read something else. (laughs) But it was like the best thing. And I keep telling people about this book. So I'll be sure to link it. Um, 
below. So, yeah. So what about, um, say, for instance, a couple or a person who who are saying, you know what, I, I didn't I never had like a, a previous marriage where I was, um, you know, hurt or needed healing from. Um, but they were they were possibly hurt in the church they were going to. Yeah, same thing. I mean, like, I feel like so. There's so much I could say about that, and that, and that to me got to be another segment. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> because it's, that's it's a part, long it's segment. Part, but it's part of healing. It is just in a um, synopsis. So okay, give an, synopsis give an exa- is one example. I think a lot of times, and I'll say this because I almost experienced church hurt, but I got myself out of the situation. So. A lot of times I think we go into things and we don't discern what's happening. So we may let people take advantage of us. We may let people just run all over us. We may let people do this or leaders do that because we look to them as a leader and that they're this and that they're that. And we put them on this high pedestal. And I'm just going to speak about Crystal. I'm not going to talk about anybody else. Mm-hmm. But we look at them as this huge figure that you probably put them in a, you know, like, oh, they shouldn't be doing this because they're a leader. And then you forget that uh, people, uh, they're human. Yeah. People sometimes have their own agenda. And this is why you have to discern on even like what church you walk into. Like I have, when I came to Connecticut, Connecticut, I, I walked out of a lot of churches because I could, I can, I can discern, um, the different problems that lie there, you know? So I removed myself out of that situation before I was like, I am not even getting involved in this. And I think a lot of times we just get hurt because we have so much faith. We put so much faith in these leaders like and, and we should, you know, you should be able to trust your leader. But the thing is, some people is just not trustworthy. And um, you just got to, you know, hopefully remove yourself from the situation. But if not, just try to identify it and heal and know that not everybody is the same. Not every church is the same. Not every bishop is the same. Not every apostle is the same. So the same thing as you do with a relationship using grace and knowledge and discernment, use, you know, use that those tools to move on, forgive the person and make sure, you know, you're just using wisdom when going forward to not put yourself in certain situations yeah another thing too is not to have expectations because when you're going with expectations you start um developing uh habits of of uh what should be going on what you think should be going on then when it doesn't go in that way then there's a there's there's a problem yeah. you know and, and expectations from people within the church um because it always happens where you know, now speaking for myself, where you, I can go into a church and it starts off great. And if I have this expectation of where I should be or what I think should be going on, it doesn't happen that way. And then I start telling one other person and other person's, you know, oh, I'm feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you walk away, you know, that happens too a lot. And then things get said, like Crystal said, people are human inside the church as well. And words could be exchanged and things could be done where someone experiences uh, some pain in the church and they walk away and never go back. Yeah. Um, you have to forgive. Yeah. You have to forgive and move on. And, and then you have to go to God and pray for God to lead you mm-hmm. to the right church where you need to be. Yeah. You know, and get into a church because the Bible does say do not forsake the assembling of the saints. So it's it's 
biblical to go to church. Now, all of a sudden, you got to learn how to say these two-letter words and O. <laughs> you gotta say no. You can't be doing everything. You can't be like I ain't gonna be on the praise team, the, the, praise usher board, team the usher board, the, 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 the bathroom the, the treasurer, sweeper, the treasurer, uh, the pastor's assistant, <laughs> pastor's aid club. Try, try to have a relationship at the same time. <laughs> Women's got a, club. Wednesday night Bible study, Friday night prayer, Saturday night uh, uh, walk, walk around and bless the building. <laughs> Women's group on on Sunday morning before church. Kids kids prayer on. I'm just saying it because that's how people get church hurt. I know it'd be so many committees, and it'd be the smallest churches too. They right. have like twenty thousand auxiliaries that you got to serve on. Thieves. Right? <laughs> so, You're like, I'm only one person. I can't serve on every single auxiliary. You learn know, to say no, and if that, that funny. person or that pastor or that deacon or leader gets offended, that's not the church for you. Yeah, because he got it. You got to carve out time for you. You're especially if you're in a in a marriage. You know, you got to make sure that you have time um, for your marriage too. That make sure that's built up. So it's all um, how how I want to say like um, you got to balance. That's the word. Yeah, you got to yeah. balance things out. So yeah. so yeah. in other words, if you don't remember anything that I said tonight or Crystal said tonight, even in your marriage and your or your dating relationship, learn how to say no. Everything's not a yes. Because women figure they they figure that out quick. If you if you're a yes man or a yes woman, yes yes That's to everything, true. people take advantage it, real quick. They, they take advantage, and that person actually gets turned off. So you're not doing anything to help the situation out, so, right? So say no when you know you can't do, <laughs> do no. things or you don't want to do something, and then you know you then give your reason why. You don't got to yell it, you know. Just give your reason why. <laughs> Yeah, so I I love that. I enjoyed that tonight. I really enjoyed yeah, that conversation. Um, I hope that someone got a nugget from that. Um, and again, guys, if you have any questions for us, make sure you send us an email. Our email address is daily d a i l e y conversations at gmail dot com. So thank you guys for listening. Until the next time, guys. God bless. Peace out.